0: The biggest thing that we've seen is when people, and I think you hear a lot of this in social media now, uh, there's like these algorithms that get really good at knowing what you like. So they only give you the things that you want to hear, you know, because you're engaged with that. And I think the biggest downside of that is quite obvious is that you get trapped in a bubble of all the things that you like and you never expand out of your comfort zone.
1: Welcome to the Become a Writer Today podcast with Brian Collins. Here you'll find practical advice and interviews for all kinds of writers. Do you need to jumpstart your writing? If so, I recommend using a daily writing prompt. Hi there, my name is Brian Collins and welcome to the Become a Writer Today podcast. And writing prompts are actually one of my favourite things to use. Basically, I use writing prompts for journal entries, for book chapters. I used to use them when I was writing fiction, and I still use them for a book that I'm working on at the moment about parenting. I have a collection of hundreds of prompts on my computer, and I've even written a book of writing prompts. And I also use apps to you know, kickstart my writing. Basically, what I do is I use a prompt, and then I'll you know, write for 10 or 15 minutes about whatever the prompt says, and then I'll move off into whatever I'm working on. It's kind of like a warm-up exercise when you're at the gym. Sometimes a prompt can be a question. Sometimes it can be a photograph. Sometimes it can be a statement or it could even be a line of fiction or a line that you really enjoyed from a book. Now that said, there's a fantastic app that I've come across recently, which is called Daily Prompt, and it's on the App Store. And I recently had the chance to catch up with the co-creator of the Daily Prompt app. His name is Ryan Lindsay. And I wanted to Understand how we came up with creating such an app in the first place, and how writers are using it. But before we get into this week's interview, I do have an ask. If you're enjoying to become a writer today, show please could you leave a short review on wherever you're listening to the podcast? Because more reviews and more ratings will help more people find the show. And in the resources, I'll also put some additional information about where you can find writing prompts to jumpstart your writing. Now, with that said, let's dive into this week's interview. Ryan, it's very nice to talk to you today. I was excited to come across your app which is close to my heart it's called daily prompt and it's on the app store and the reason why it's close to my heart is i've actually written a book of writing prompts and i use writing prompts almost every day because i find they're a great way to jump start my writing so i was really interested to see how somebody could turn writing prompts into an app that people could use so welcome to the show would you be able to introduce yourself and maybe tell the story of how you created such an interesting app sure yeah
0: thanks thanks for the intro and um yeah, I, I never realized how useful writing prompts were until actually getting into this this whole world, I guess. Yeah, so my name is Ryan. So the co-founder of Daily Prompt and I've been working on it for about a year and a half with a friend of mine. So he is more the the writer or the creative behind it and I'm more the developer um, just trying to build this out. It came around... So the interesting story is uh, Danny was writing a book that had. After working around 60,000 words or so, he got a bit burnt out of it and wanted to take a bit of a break before revisiting it. But as he commutes to work every day for about an hour, he just wanted something to fill his time so he could keep practicing his writing skills. And writing prompts was essentially what he wanted. So he just wanted a little prompt every day to give him a hint. And then he could just write for that remainder of that train journey. After looking around, there was nothing really useful that he could find. He's looking for books. Uh, there's lots of like online articles, but he just wanted something easy to write on his phone. And so that was kind of like how the idea got started. And my backgrounds are more in product, and so I was like, "This would be a great app to build. It sounds like really fun." Like the idea for it. Um, and after looking online, I didn't realize how uh, many people use writing prompts. And, and I know there's a subreddit out there that's very popular. So yeah, that was kind of how it got started. We put it in the app store. It was like, let's see if anyone uses it, and it it was very bad. It was a it was a bright purple background, and it looked horrendous. But people still used it, and they, they quite enjoyed it. And it was quite interesting to see that although you give people one prompt, uh, so how it works is every single day we give every user the same prompt, and everyone then writes for that, and then you can see what else what other people are writing. You look at something, I mean, maybe it's an image prompt and you see romance, but someone else is seeing horror or thriller or, you know, and then you can see all the different creative directions people are pulling in. And it's just a great way, I think, to help expand your creativity and just get ideas flowing.
1: So I downloaded the app a few days ago and I'm actually looking at today's prompt, which was for writing a poem. And it says, write a poem where fire is the central theme, whether this be physical or a metaphorical burning. And that struck me as quite an original prompt. So, uh, and I gathered there are over 600 in the app. So, I'm wondering how how you guys came up with so many different prompts and how you differentiated them from many of the kind of cliched prompts that would be online already.
0: Yeah. So, a lot of it was experimentation. We knew that there was two two very basic categories. So some people really like image inspiration. They like a lot more visual, yeah. whereas other people like uh, just more text-based. So that was a very clear, defining way to do it there. And then, you know, you, you technically have people that just prefer to write for poems or for more story-based. So that was kind of the, the way that we broke it down. So it's like, okay, we've got three to four categories there. And then once you break it down by genre, so then you, you know, let's say you have like ten of the main main genres out there. Um so that was kind of like the things it was like, okay, we've got twenty to thirty variations on that. And so we just started working through them. And in the beginning, you get really creative and you, you know, I'm sure it's like as you said you' your writing prompts book, in the beginning you have tons of prompt ideas. And two months down the line, after doing this every day, you know, it got a bit stale and we were like, okay, we're running out of ideas. Uh, but so that is when we started to introduce the idea of uh, the community can offer prompts and they can submit them as well. And that's been a part of the driver. So I'd say about 20% of the month is currently community driven or uh, like uh, yeah, driving off other people's ideas. But uh, you'd be amazed at how creative you can get
1: when, uh, when you really focus on a niche like writing prompts. So if people are submitting their own prompts, you must have many more than 600 at this stage. Uh, yeah, we get
0: probably probably around ten submitted every single day uh, on like an average day. But they would typically we we curate them. So if you're looking in the app, what you just said there is like what we want, which is you know that was quite an original prompt that you've seen and, and quite useful. Uh, we get quite a lot of prompts that we come up with or other people come up with, and the majority don't. They really don't work. If you throw a hundred at the wall, you you start to like find the good stuff. Trying to come up with, I don't know, like a framework, essentially, to uh, to think creatively.
1: So a framework. So I'm interested, how do you you decide what ones work? Are you relying on feedback from people in the app or are you testing them yourselves? So we are going to, as the user base grows, we might use more of
0: a data approach, which would be, you know, maybe we chuck four in the app for the first hour and the the winner of that hour stays for the whole day, for example. But at the minute, it's just more based on our, our previous hit rate, so we can see what prompts people engage with, what people don't. and um, so we've got like two years, pretty much, of data now of like what people find interesting and what they don't, and it's very, very unique to the person. That's what we mm. found, and so we've actually put a lot of effort in trying to personalize them. So hopefully, as you uh, went through the onboarding, you would have seen that you can you can pick what kind of prompts that you want. So you pick, you know, do I want visual? Do I want uh, written text? Do I want it by these certain genres? And then as you do that, we then personalize them. So we actually give everyone the same prompt every day. And then we give you one personalized one just for you. Because let's say the prompt of the day that we offer is a poem starter and you you despise poems for whatever reason, uh, then we'll give one exactly that you want that we know based on previous data that people like and engage with.
1: And how do you come up with the visual prompts or what is an example of a visual prompt in the app? Uh, they're, they're the
0: tricky ones. Uh, it's really hard to come up with uh, really creative, uh, inspiring images that don't just end up as uh, stock photos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so a lot of effort goes actually into into finding those. Um, but we have now a network of artists that we, we kind of connect with. But it started off very much as uh, trying to find artists through uh, websites like, such as DeviantArt and such as that, but it's it's very much alternate worlds and and they typically find they're quite dark themes. either dark themed sci-fi prompts would be be very popular, or on the flip side, just a romantic couple a quite a light hearted romantic scenery uh seems to be the
1: the typical uh go. So it sounds like a mix between illustrations and photographs? Yeah, I would say it's probably 70% illustrations at the moment. Okay. okay. And do you find people gravitate more towards text prompts or photo and image prompts? Most people prefer text, actually. I was so adamant when we started
0: that I was like, image all the way. I was like, 90% images. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it turns out text is is definitely what people prefer. And I think it's because it gives you more of an open environment uh, when, as we've been learning more about this it's people really just want to expand their creativity and push themselves. I think any writer can write for something that they enjoy and they, they can box themselves in. A bad example of a prompt would be something that tells you what the scene is and it tells you just uh, you know what to write about in the characters whereas a good prompt kind of it's not so vague to say write a story about the sky. But it but it's got that middle ground where it kind of gives you the creativity and freedom, but it also lets you push yourself outside of your comfort writing thing.
1: And you can actually write in the app, which I thought was a an interesting way to approach it. So, how are people or what are people writing in the app with the prompts?
0: Mm, yeah, this is. I'm so glad we did this. It's been such. It adds so much complication to building, but the community behind it has been really interesting. So we've now had, I don't know, probably about 7,000 writings in the app written. And yeah, over a thousand writings a month at the moment. And you get a lot of interaction. So when you post in there, you're obviously being able to see whatever, what everyone else is coming up with for that prompt. So you're automatically trying to expand your creativity as you're doing that. But then uh, people can kind of request feedback and then you can get feedback from what everyone else thinks. It's very much community driven, uh, so you're not guaranteed to get feedback, but we're trying to promote that as much as we can. It's kind of like ask for feedback, but also give feedback. So um, it's as good as the community is, and we found that that's probably the the main selling point actually of the app, which has been quite interesting to see. Uh, You typically will find, we have a range of people, uh, you've just got the really young aspiring authors just starting out. Uh, we have no track record. But what this has really helped is people that have wanted to write, but there's been like too high a barrier to writing. Maybe they're not quite confident enough to put something out and they don't want to put the time and effort into spending a week or spending a couple of hundred pounds on putting some and book cover together. Uh, but just being able to free write in the app and get something out there and get feedback pretty much instantly has... Really helped quite a lot of people. We've actually just got first lady who's written. I think she's written about eighty times now, and eighty. Well, wow, yeah, yeah. We, we actually have two users now that have just hit the hundredth day streak. So they've written a hundred. Yeah.
1: 10 days in a row which is mad yeah uh, yeah. gamification is a <laughs> fantastic approach for writers who, who you know don't write as much as they feel they should
0: yeah i mean uh, that's been incredible and it's really great to look back at you can look at everyone's profile and you can see the first writing they wrote and you can read their 100th writing and you can actually see them getting better like you can literally just go into the app and that's i think the best thing to see because the theory was that or well, the theory of anything is as you do it more you should get better you know learn, learn and as you go uh, but it's been really good to see now that we've got people just continually doing it. that actually seems to be the case and we've got one lady that is now self publishing her first book of poetry which would be quite interesting and she said that daily prompts kind of helped her have the courage to put something out there because it's such a small mm-hmm. amount of text right it's like 4 or 500 words you put it out there and That barrier of anxiousness of having to write a whole book or being super worried about something. A lot of people don't like my work and I've spent months on it. Uh, Whereas, you know, you could spend 10, 20 minutes on an idea that you like and and you haven't sacrificed so much. And I think that's a good barrier to entry for a lot of people.
1: Yeah. I guess if you're writing four or 500 words a day, you know, that's between two and 2,500 a week. Mm. So you'll you'll have something that you can edit at the end of the month if you keep up that that kind of cadence or pace Mm. with writing. And it, do, does it tend to be a lot of fiction writers who are using it?
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much mainly fiction. I would say at the moment. Um, getting into yeah, it'd be interesting because I know people want to expand out uh, into to doing fiction and nonfiction, but it'd be an interesting one. Yeah, I don't know. what are your ideas? Would that be?
1: Yeah, well, I write a lot of nonfiction, so I used to write short stories and so on and novellas. Then I took a course in writing literary nonfiction and impersonal essays. And we we use some writing prompts in that class. You know, it's kind of like exploratory writing. And, you know, you can write about, you know, experience you had or something that you've gone through. So it's kind of like writing fiction. So I think prompts are definitely helpful for nonfiction writers because when mm-hmm. people hear about nonfiction, you know, they think of journalism or sometimes they think of, you know, reviews or something that they're reading on the internet. But there's other types of nonfiction too. And also journaling, like journaling is... You know, technically nonfiction, but prompts are fantastic for journaling. I, mm. I use the app Day One app for journaling quite a lot, uh, yeah. and that has a uh, journaling prompts built into it. When you you know click a new entry, you can see a prompt right there in the app. Yeah, a
0: friend of mine's actually working on. uh I've heard good things about Day One as well, and a friend of mine's working on another journaling, oh, kind of like a journaling. It's like a a mental health space app, so it's to prompt you. Kind of give you prompts again, but for, for mental health. So he has a business called Sanctus, which they do like uh, they go around companies and they offer services for coaching to everyone. But they've also found that people would like they have like check ins every two weeks, but in between that time, the coach could give out like daily prompts to help the person maybe like progress through uh, between every time they meet. So I think prompts yeah. in general, uh, like I say two years into doing this, I've actually realized that prompts are. Beyond just writing prompts, and it has like a, a cadence of. I think the biggest thing is just getting into a daily habit of doing anything, no matter what it is. Like you could be drilling. I don't know. <laughs> you want to be a plumber? Just plumb every day. And I think uh, prompts are a great way to to get you doing that.
1: Could you talk a little bit about how the competitions work in the app? Yeah, sure. So this
0: is a recent uh, new feature that we've added, and we're actually going to be expanding on these quite a lot, but. It's, at the minute, we have uh, a new writing competition every week, and like I say, every day you can come in and you can write, and you kind of practice in your skills. And then the idea of the weekly competition is that you've got a bit more time to prepare. You've not got twenty-four hours; it's a bit longer form. So we change the word the word limit, but let's say it's a thousand thousand words, and then you've kind of got a bit more time to put to practice maybe what you've learned during the week, and then. There's a public vote for around three to six days where people can kind of come in, have a read and they will vote for their top writings. The top 10 will get shortlisted and then the top three writings will get personalized feedback, which is the one thing everyone wants, right, to get better is to be able to get feedback. And we're we're working with um, some writers to just kind of uh, give their, their advice and tips that they've learned. And so they'll critique the top three writings off of plot development, character development, settings, and about 10 different sections. And it's just like a really, really nice way because if you can give them them that feedback, then you actually see them come into the competition again the next week. And let's say one of those points that they put to practice and you can see that they've actually developed again, uh, which is really good. We'd love to give feedback to everyone, but obviously it's quite costly. Yeah. And time consuming as well, yeah. yeah. Quite I time imagine. consuming, so it's frustrating yeah. that you read some of them. You're like, I really want to give feedback to this. So, I think what we're actually going to do is give that detailed feedback to the top three, and then maybe everyone that enters, we can like give them a snippet of like because sometimes we really want to give people stuff. So, yeah, it's been really interesting. And what we're also thinking of maybe like turning every daily prompt into not a competition of sorts. So, the weekly one, there's prize money as well. So for example, we change it. I think it's fifty dollars uh, this current week if you win, and that's every single week. So you know, you could you uh, know, a good amount <laughs> if you keep winning. And uh, but yeah, we're thinking of maybe turning the prompts every day, not into a competition, but you know, like we'll keep it highlighted because you can go back to see previous prompts. So maybe we'll keep it highlighted so you can see maybe like the top liked or most engaged writing, for example, um, and they'll get like a spotlight for that prompt.
1: And if a new writer's, you know, downloaded your app and they've started using it, I like I went through your onboarding sequence, and there was like interests that I click related on my what I'm interested in. So I clicked poetry, and I think I clicked adventure. But is there actually any advice or tips that you would give them about how to use a writing prompt, like for a week, or is there anything that you would say to them, or mistakes that they should avoid? Mm,
0: good point. I think the the biggest thing that we've seen is when people. And I think you hear a lot of this in social media now. Uh, there's like these algorithms that get really good at knowing what you like. So they only give you the things that you want to hear, you know, because you're engaged with that. And I think the biggest downside of that is quite obvious is that you get trapped in a bubble of all the things that you like and you never expand out of your comfort zone. And I think that would be the biggest kind of using that analogy, using that with writing prompts is that you come in and you say you like, Action and adventure, and you just want image prompts. But actually, what might make the, the whole idea of prompts is to help you to to get better at writing. If you just do the same thing over and over again, maybe there's things that you're missing from, from other genres. So we're really trying to encourage people to to try other things that they don't like and just play the hand at it. Because sometimes you might love thriller, but maybe you get prompted with a romantic poem that you've never done in your life. And as you're thinking through that process it's actually bringing you more insight that you can then apply to
1: maybe your favorite genres. And do you recommend that somebody who's new to prompts use it for just five minutes or 10 minutes or should they aim for a particular word count for their first couple of sessions?
0: I would say just come into the app, give it a quick draft. So the average user uses it for about 10 minutes a day. Which is enough time to read a couple of writings and see what other people are writing, and then come up with your own. And we see, yeah, the best writings you can see people have clearly spent more time on, and they spent maybe like half hour to an hour putting that out. And it's only say five six hundred words they're putting out. They really think about it, but there's a lot of writers that will you know put haikus in the app, or they'll just write two hundred words. But ultimately, this is you know this is the whatever will help you get better at writing is is ultimately the goal. And if you want that low barrier to entry, you can literally just come in, write for a couple of minutes, get something out there. And every day you get a new opportunity to do it. So I I think the main thing is just, just get in there, write what comes to mind, send it out there, read a couple of writings to see what everyone else has done, kind of take that idea and like, so they would have done something completely different to you and then come back the next day and, and give it another book and see what happens.
1: So anytime I talk about writing apps, particularly ones that are online, I get questions from from readers or from listeners, like, is it secure? So they would worry that their their writing is gonna get taken and used somewhere else or or they might get ripped off or plagiarized. And also how can I, you know, turn it into a book or turn it into something that I can publish? And also, is my writing safe? You know, the worst fear of a writer is to to spend <laughs> hours on something yeah. and then you lose your manuscript. So, so what would you say to anybody who's got those kind of worries?
0: Yeah, the, this is
1: the not
0: the biggest concern, but the thing that we want to spend the most time kind of thinking about and and improving. So, we a lot of writing apps weirdly save a lot of the data to the device, and that's a, you typically find when they're doing that. Technically, that's when you lose the data. Uh, but everything we have is all backed on Google Web Web Service, so it's all very, very secure, and we have everything backed up. So you might—it's very, very unlikely that you're going to lose your work. And we we want to do better at helping you export the work. So none of the app, none of the content that you write in the app, are we keeping that. So if you need it to export that work, uh, we're adding a new feature in a couple of weeks where you could just export it straight to uh, Google Drive. Uh, just essentially a click of a button. Um, the workaround for now is just to email me and, I, and I'll send it to you straight away. Uh, but none of the, we don't own any of the content. The content is all yours. And yeah, I think what would be interesting is we can't on no platform, like you could write on Wattpad or you could, you could write anywhere and someone could essentially plagiarize your work. Um, so no, no one's stopping it. And I think the biggest fear people have is not unjustified because obviously that would be a horrible thing to do but every writer is unique and you know JK Rowling's JK Rowling for a reason and I think it's really if you're a really good writer no one can copy you exactly but we yeah we'll bring in any tools that we can help with people uh but, but it's going to be no different to you publishing your work on Amazon or Wattpad
1: yeah yeah no I would, I would agree with that I mean the, the biggest challenge I think new writers have is not Plagiarism—it's—it's it's actually getting people to pay attention to their work yeah. in the first place. Yeah, exactly. If you get plagiarized, I know it's happened to me a few times. It can be frustrating, but uh, it's not—it's not the biggest problem in the world, and you can overcome it. And. It means you're doing something right because somebody's paying attention to you. Yeah,
0: so. exactly. And I mean, think the, the hardest thing is is always, it's not coming up with the idea, it's actually getting it out there into people's hands. And, yeah. And, that, and I think that's the biggest thing. So, But I think if, if you can come up with one good idea, you'll you'll come up a second. As, uh, so the, the first idea is, the first problem is getting good enough. The second problem is then, how do you get people to know that you're already good? <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it's a tough problem for sure. Our goal essentially is at the minute we do writing prompts, but our bigger goal is our kind of overarching theme is to help you become a better writer. This is a very vague term, yeah. but it's a very concise thing as well. but we're working from the bottom up. so we're trying to start off with just writing prompts to get you writing every day, but then we want to introduce more tools as we go that can help you help you become a better writer. So uh, like I say, we're starting right from the bottom and and we'll we'll work our way up. so. Uh, any other features that people would like to see. We add new ones every week and so I'd love to hear them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. uh, People should get in touch. And when you say we, it's, it's you and your business partner, but do you have developers that you outsource some work to? Because I'm sure it's a lot of work building and maintaining an app with so many customers. Yeah, it's just
0: me doing all the coding. So it's uh, myself, uh, co-founder, and then there's a couple of others that work on all the content side of it. So they work hard on making sure there's new prompts every day, like high-quality prompts, the, you know, the feedback for the competitions and all that. So there's a lot of work that goes into the content side. Um, and then my role is, at uh, the minute, doing all the coding <laughs> and and building all of that side of things, which I would love to to get away from and, and more focus on the actual like, Problems, but I'd say half of my time is now actually spent talking to users because they know they they know what they're like. We're building the the product for them. They know what problems they have, and so it's it's really great. We can sit in our own little bubble and think of every great product and feature that they would like to see. But actually, you just talk to them, and you're like, oh wow, that's so much better than, than my idea. And then we implement it. A week or two later, and then you know it's really fun to to kind of build the apps community. But I kind of kind of see that the community that I have uh, as I'm building this is, is directly with the users, which is really fun. And if you read the reviews, that's actually quite interesting to see. Uh, a lot of the five star reviews that they said they've they've all spoken to me directly. Uh, it's like oh, I had this problem or I wanted this feature, and then like a week later it was fixed. And so that's actually been quite quite fun yeah. to do as we've been growing.
1: Yeah, it's always great when you see that there's somebody actually behind a service that you're using. Any plans for an Android or desktop version?
0: Yeah, definitely. So we would get web out first, so then the Android users can essentially use it on web or on their mobile device yeah. uh, through that. And then Android would be coming next. But we need first to, uh, it costs a lot of money to build apps, it turns out. <laughs> so we're, we're, more, we're trying to uh, really please, the longer that we wait to bring it out on Android is the better for the Android users because we're making all the mistakes yeah. of what people do and don't want on iOS. And then and we'll launch it out on Android and not just be this really nice, crisp version. Uh, but we're, we're hoping to build out the basic features on web. By the end of the year. So, you know, like you can enter competitions, you can view writings. Um, and then, then we'll start building Android and and building out a fully functional website uh, probably early next
1: year, I'd say. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. So, apart from the App Store, where can people find out more about you, Ryan, or the app? Sure thing. So, the
0: app, yeah, Daily Prompt in the App Store, or just type writing in the App Store should come up, um, or Daily And if personally for me, my Instagram handle is the the.fitness.hippie there's a story behind that
1: probably a good story behind that Instagram handle <laughs> yeah yeah there is <laughs> could make a good prompt <laughs> yeah maybe it should well it was very nice to talk to you uh, Ryan and um, best of luck with the app it's definitely something I recommend uh, new riders check out I use writing prompts a lot myself as I said uh, to start and I think they really can help people so I think you've got a fantastic app on your hands great thanks for having me thank you I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you did, please leave a rating on the iTunes store. And if you want to accomplish more with your writing, please visit becomearitertoday.com forward slash join and I'll send you a free email course. Thanks for listening.